think the littles are just uh, waiting to explode. They haven't quite participated in the in the up only situation. Sorry. Yes, just getting things set up there. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, got a couple minutes. So we can send the yeah, look at this. 30, 30, 40 people already. Oh. Normally, they were like the people rolling oh. out of bed and be like, oh, I'll get halfway through the show. This is I awesome. think it's a bull market. Yes. Plus, did you hear? I, I believe we're giving away a little lemon friend Dude, this tomorrow. Is... And the way this market is, that could be worth 10 ETH in the morning. Oh, my God. You know what I love about this is that we decided to give this away last week um, on the show. For, for this week to kind of, you know, transition into to, to YouTube. <laughs> yep. And um, we bought it, I think, for like 0.07 or, or something like that. Nice looking lemon. Uh-huh. This will be a nice little treat for people. Like, obviously, we're still going to give it away. But I mean, this thing's worth like 1300 bucks now. That's like, uh, you know, that's a, a real, real giveaway. And like I said, let's let's revisit these giveaways in six months. Someone... Yes. Someone I gave a lemon to very happily. I'm so happy they did. They were like, oh, my God, do you see how much these lemons were? I can't believe you gave me this. Oh, my God. I said, let's have this conversation in six months, sir, because I have very yes. high hopes. For sure. It's like that person that got um, BitCloud Pulse tattooed on their ass and then gave away a bored ape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 80, 82 ETH, 82 ETH he spent on that engagement game as well, of this morning. He didn't spend 82 it. Ethereum. He, he, it cost him. Yes. Whatever. That, is that not spending much? All right. No. Yes. It's no. We it's still not have one more win- minute. He did not spend $400,000 on his BitClout followers. BitClout. I bet there's three people in the audience who understand what we mean. I know we, we are really putting social some, yeah. network. Putting some a social network <laughs> built on a blockchain. Right. It's it's rebranded as DSO, but there was a time when engagement on this platform was incredible and yeah, people were mining dopamine there, similar to how we are doing in NFT markets. And board apes were a mere point three. At the time, a nice little, nice little thousand dollar giveaway this gentleman did for a board ape just to reclout. So that is like retweeting uh, his little comment. And he gave away a board ape, which is part of the, if you haven't heard of them, board ape little, yacht club, little uh, profile sitting at an project. 82 ETH floor. Unreal. Yeah, no, Unreal. Sitting at an 82 ETH floor this morning. I think that person turned around and sold it too. I'm, I can't. Oh, sure, please. We would have to see. You know, we talk about these things. There are very few people who who manage to hold from beginning to end. But this is also what makes Board Ape Yacht Club unique. The hardest part about selling a Board Ape is the feeling that you're going to lose your friend, right? And of course, you know, true true friends and true people aren't going to abandon you. But you know, deep down, once you sell that ape, you're out of the club. And oh yeah, that, you know, you don't just get to is, stay in the yeah. club, my friend. I think I, <laughs> that is. We might send you a text every now and then, see how you're doing, but like, you know, you're out. Well, that's one reason. Yeah, it's one reason the floor is so high, and I believe they're going to get to 125 yeah. ETH uh, floor this month. It's just very, it's very hard to exit your social circle 
And that's essentially what you're doing. But, you know, I, I just think the money is going to be too much for people, most people, people this that, month. And the people demand, that don't own houses yeah. are choosing these JPEGs over a house. Yep. And it might not yep. be a bad choice. <laughs> I, look, it's so far, it's been a good choice. Every month, it's been a good choice. Well, from Check an investment price, standpoint, sure. Up. But like if you, you know, if you have a job and you're paying for rent just fine and you're not, you know, starving to hold on to this JPEG, like, I mean, that, you know, you know, the, that that house might turn into a, a very nice house um, in a year from mm. now. And it looks like it's going to. Um, this is great. There's 50 people listening to us. Uh, it's nine, well, 937 now. So let's just uh, do your do your drum roll thing and we'll start the show. There you go, GM, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Tuesday, December, January, oh my god, Tuesday, January 4th edition of the AM show, hosted live on Alpha Mint. Uh, Today is the final day that we are going to be going live on the AM show Discord. My apologies to anybody that uh, is not fond of that decision, but we had to make some tough calls in there, and Discord in some, like, somehow has gotten worse executionally over like the two and a half months that we've been doing this show. Um, We are going to be going live on YouTube. We are going to be doing it on Twitch and we are going to find a good way to do it on Twitter spaces. So if you'd like the audio only component of it, um, that will be available to you too. But we're really excited for some of these changes. And as we mentioned in the pre-show to celebrate that change, we are giving away a little lemon friend live on the show tomorrow. All you have to do is be tuned into the show on YouTube. We will give you the instructions as to what to do then and you uh are going to be in the running for a now almost 0.4 eth jpeg um i am your host r2 dgen joined with me as always by mr free market capitalist hey now hey now how are you doing today my friend how was your uh, your monday morning as well Doing wonderful. I, I I am up till two a.m. in the morning checking price. Price go up. Price good. Check price. Devs, can you take time off? Like you're doing too much. Please go on vacation. Yeah, get some rest, get some relaxation, and recharge, and give us a uh, you know twenty minutes to to get a good night's sleep as well. Um, yeah, like you said, it's uh, it's been one of those things. It's hard. You wake up in the in the middle of the night to not even just roll over, look at the phone, and see what's been going on because it has just been absolutely nonstop out there. It does feel like we are firmly supplanted in the middle of an NFT bull run, um, and it's been it's been very exciting as we mentioned yesterday if you have a project that has not been the recipient of a pump in this yet uh you might want to rethink that project either that or it should be shortly on the horizon but who knows it's uh it's been a it's been a time yeah it's it's rolling pumps as i like to say from project to project and i'm sure there are quite a few that have been you know slightly forgotten that are about to come back hard shout out to zen apes Shubang brought up this morning and I haven't gone and kicked the tires yet, but I thought to myself, whoa, that was a popular project that launched during the bear. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talked about it in two months. He's going to find it, right? Like that's just, th- this is the frame of mind I have right now. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, you know, we talk in the pre-show, we, we, 
text and, and call each other back and forth throughout the course of a day. And uh, it's like we don't even have enough time to talk about all of these things. So please, if we don't mention a project that you're holding that's had a huge pump, by all means, just bring it up to us and we can take a look at it either live or the next day or something. But it's just been so much action and it's so hard to kind of keep tabs on everything that's going on right now. Uh, we are just doing our best to keep up with this market. But I think everyone would be in agreement that we are absolutely loving it. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pretty good, uh, pretty good run here into the new year. Once that tax loss harvesting, waned. it does. It, you know, we were we we kind of bounced back and forth about how much that would actually mean. Um, I, I guess in hindsight, it meant a lot. Would you say, or like, I, I, it can't be coincidental that like January first ticks over and like the the bulls start running, right? Yeah, uh, it. But that's what I was trying to even impart before. It was there was kind of a perfect storm brewing with these stimulus coins, um, board apes mooning, and outside money coming in, and then we're going into the best seasonality for JPEGs. You know, tax loss harvesting isn't new. Uh, I've been doing this for three years, and I've seen it each time. And January and February are very bullish for NFTs. I mean, the only thing you ever worry about is if everybody has the same idea, sentiment becomes too bullish, everyone moves to one side of the ship, and there's no one left to propel us higher. Uh, that does happen often. But as I was mentioning in the pre-show, I think that a lot of people are gun shy or burned from the last three months of while we've had some great cooks. And I mean, you wouldn't have known it was a bear market if you were in the moon lounge. But at the same time, volume has been dead in a lot of collections that people sunk a lot of their ETH into. So it hasn't felt like it has the last week. This perfect storm has come together and the pumps are just, you know, they're, they're insane and they're holding too. Like you wake up the next morning, it's like, not, oh no, is America going to wake up? It's yay, America's woken up. Yeah. Next leg, let's yeah. go. FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. Pretty, That's right. And a lot FOMO, of the uh, a lot of the dips are are being sustained too. On a lot of the projects we're watching, you see this nice run up and then all of a sudden it pulls back like 20, 30% on the floor. You see a lot of listings and you go, okay, that was fun. And then like you said, you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, holy shit, like we're back. Like it just, it just, it seems yeah. like in an instant, anything can happen. Um, and even some of these big names on Twitter, the second that they, uh, uh, they sniff a project out and say something about it. Like it's like you said, people are just running to different sides of the ship nonstop. And there's this like rotational thing going on. Um, a lot of fun. Also, I just wanted to like give a shout out to alpha mint because as you said, um, you know, prior to this, if it actually did feel like we were in a, a bull market, like end of November, all of December, but I think the greater NFT market thought most things were dead. Uh, we just had so many amazing wins in the DGen dojo, and like you know, all of our members and team did such a great job at finding. Um, as you say, you know, skate to where the puck is. We did such a great job of finding where the puck was going and getting there before people that uh, it. it does feel like while this is like peak bull market, it feels like it's been going on for quite some time now. Well, this is the new normal. Okay. I've talked about what bear markets were like before the recent rise in NFT popularity. And whereas now you get stink bids that you would never accept all the time in your, in your uh, mailbox, it, it, while nothing is the price you paid for it, there's still demand just at a much lower price. There's still, random pumps happening every week. 
That's because of who has come into the market over the last six months, and they're never going away. This is the new normal. Bear markets will look like we've just seen what, like what we've just seen over the last four months. And while it's really hard, if you've sunk a ton of liquidity into projects that go quiet, there will always be a bull market somewhere. That's true in traditional markets, and it's becoming true in NFTs now. And it wasn't true as early as as March of this year, pre Bayak, pre uh, this recent bull run over the summer when we had a bear market. You t- I don't remember getting an email from OpenSea five months the last time we had it. literally not one email. And you know that that's how different the market is. Uh, in this new paradigm. Yeah, I will say you bring up a great point. One of my goals um, for this this bull run, and hopefully it lasts indefinitely, but is to actually grow my liquidity pool that's always active and available to me um, by constantly kind of sifting profits off to the side and making sure that that's growing. Uh, The last actual kind of bear market that we had for those three or four weeks, I think what end of October, beginning of November um, was, was pretty painful for me because it was just like, you know, all of the NFTs you had were pretty much um, illiquid at that point. And uh, I, I was almost just bored if I'm just being honest with you. Like I I just didn't have the liquidity to do a whole lot there. So I, I'm uh, I'm going to prepare myself for you know the inevitable, and I'm not saying that that's happening anytime soon or that it's going to be anything dramatic, but it does. You know, this but is a very rotational and, market. And let's think about what happened, right? The people who were illiquid got bored, got dejected, felt pissed, had to wait for the next rush of volume to come in. The people that had liquid, think about how well they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Think about what they got to buy at depressed prices. That's mooning like hell right now. Cool cats for three ETH, right? Cryptodes for one ETH. All these uh, uh, mutant apes for three and four ETH, they were getting WETH offers accepted. And a lot of people did really well in the shitcoin season too, right? Like having some liquid for, you know, we don't talk about coins a whole lot on the show. It's definitely NFT centric, but, you know, having, having a spare, you know, you know, two, three, four, five ETH to dump in, like, you know, we had a lot of people in the dojo doing really well on that too, when there wasn't much NFT action going on. Um, and then they came out of that and rotated back into NFTs. And again, like you might've come out of, you know, if you started with two or three ETH in liquid and finished that little uh, shitcoin season with 10, now all of a sudden you can shop for those, you know, that mutant ape, you can shop for those uh, cool cats or those doodles that are at really depressed floors and, and not, you know, be completely illiquid because of it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is the era of opportunity cost, right? So you always want to be somewhat liquid and you can really take advantage of those dry spells and volume. I mean, weth, weth is your friend during those, uh, during those periods. Right now, not a lot of weth offers accepted unless they're real juicy. Yeah, I, project, fuck, I've got right? some juicy ones too. Cool man, someone threw me a 1.2 ETH weth, mm. a weth offer on something and I didn't even want to take it. Um, we will get into that later. Let's actually just get into the intro of the show. That was uh, definitely an extended um, segment there. But uh, really quickly, we'll look at the crypto markets. Nothing to really report there. Uh, Bitcoin, 47K. Ethereum kind of sneaking back up to that $4,000 mark. We're about 
almost at 3,900 right now. And it's kind of doing its uh, sneaky run up thing. And sometimes we see that $4,000 mark really be uh, the point at which it launches off, even if it is in the short term and continues to trade in that kind of $1,000 range that it has been doing. Yeah, uh, I had a premonition the other day. I stated it on the show, a lemonition, I should say, the other day, and I stated it on the show, is that Bitcoin and ETH will end the year lower than they are now. Now, I'm not a bear. I don't think anything's going to crash, but I don't think we're going to break out of this 3,000 to 5,000 range this year. Not only do I think that's healthy for spot as far as continuing what I believe is going to be a decade-long bull market into 2029, but also for NFTs this year. As the masses come in, if we have stable ETH, basically between 3 and 5K for the most of the year, average price, $4,000, you could see right now, it is certainly the sweet spot uh, for where we are. So that's what I anticipate happening with spot. Maybe we get up to 48, 49, 5,000. Even I believe we will slightly break old all time highs at some point, and we will slightly dip under the lows that we just made uh, last month. I think we're going to scare both sides. We're going to make both sides think they're right at many times during the year. And every single time, we're going to revert to the meat. Do not get caught this year. Do not lean too hard, bullish or bearish. Focus on JPEGs. That's yeah, my, that's mine. I've been interesting. I've been listening to a lot of interesting discussion regarding like a crypto super cycle and whether or not like we've kind of reached the point where we are almost tied to traditional assets as well. Like if traditional assets are going up, crypto's going up too. Um, and it, it's kind of interesting. I don't know that I completely agree with it, but it seems to be the case right now. Um, but like in in that whole super cycle idea, it's not that it's just like 10% every day. Like you could trade in that channel for quite some time, but when you really zoom out, it's a, it's just a steady up and to the right without any super sharp drops. And then, you know, two or three years later, you look back and go, holy fuck, like we've come so far. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm not convinced that we're completely in that ballpark yet, but um definitely enjoying the fact that you know we didn't we haven't reached that like peak euphoria and then max pain like just a steep up steep down uh things things get pretty uh pretty extended after that happens well look why does it matter to us right everyone's worried if eth breaks out here even if eth breaks out to 4400 4500 you're certainly gonna see a pause in nfts guarantee it and the problem is people equate this correlation as NFTs are more expensive in USD, so people are bearish on NFTs. That's not what's happening. It's just money rotations. I mean, you see it in traditional markets all the time, mm -hmm. whether it's from tech to energy or from energy to financials. And what we saw during the SHIB period wasn't people getting bearish on NFTs as a concept. It was hot money rotating into the thing that was mooning. And you're always going to see that. So if if and when Ethereum breaks out to 4,500 and NFTs pause and some hot floors fall 50%, I mean, don't think it's because the NFT market is popping. It's just a short-term rotation of money.
Yeah, you got it. I agree. Um, okay, some news we have lined up for you today. Uh, South Korean presidential hopeful plans to finance election campaign with NFTs. Uh, a presidential candidate huh. in South Korea is trying to fundraise using NFTs to in a bid to attract young voters. I think, you know, provided that they're not doing any breaking any uh, local laws there, I think that this is a brilliant move. Um, I think that this is uh, a, a fun and engaging way to, like it said, attract young voters. And I'm kind of getting some Constitution DAO vibes from this too, um, where they're, you know, it, not that they're bidding on something, but just this idea of quickly um, mobilizing capital to uh, to rally around a cause. Um, so, you know, if this, I, I know nothing about the political situation in South Korea uh, or who this candidate is, but um, I, I do suspect that if if there's any kind of nft and crypto scene over there that this will resonate with those people i know that if there was a canadian candidate that was uh doing this obviously i would feel like they are very nft and crypto friendly and that would be appealing to me um so i'm gonna watch this i have no comment on whether or not it's going to work but i love seeing the fact that people are doing this was the candidate the lead singer of BTS? Uh, nope, but I know that that person would have had Luce's vote uh, one way or another. So maybe she'd. Uh, I don't down actually. I don't think there are any lead singers. Everything's very. You know, the kids are very equitable. There's no. There's no leads. Everyone is equal. <laughs> On, but to this point, though, I believe that what you were mentioning during the show is there was a recent law that just passed in South Korea making P2E games illegal. I believe what this is a response to is Axie Infinity. If you don't know, the Philippines has been taken. Yeah, Korea Korea just made uh, Mm. uh, that law, that that piece, South Korea, that P2E. North Korea as well, but I think that was already understood. Uh, uh, But this is a response to Axie Infinity kind of taking the world by storm over there. And I think that, you know, the South Korean government is very strict. They tend to be gun shy about these things. And they've literally uh, made, they've banned P2E gaming. Um, but this is really interesting. I think that NFTs are such a good vehicle for not only things like this, but fundraising for all sorts of things, whether we're talking about for-profit DAOs or non-for-profit uh, uh, causes. So I think you're going to see a lot of that this year as the mainstream leverages this new tech. We all know it's it's the new thing, and you're seeing so many mainstream entities get into it now. Uh, we just got to sit back and understand we're early. Yeah, I agree. I just saw Scott pointed out that there's 64 people in the show. All-time high was 65, and he's saying we market by a cool cat at 69. Is that right? Are we doing that? Uh, well, I mean, if you want to include the uh, the YouTube and the Twitch listeners, we are, uh, yeah, we're at 72 listeners now. There we go. Holy shit. Amazing. All-time and highs. Cool ca- and, and Cool Cats are up like 100% since we made that promise, too. But you know what? WLTC, wrapped like coin. We like the cats. Okay. And what is WLTC? We talked about this the other day, and I'm drawing a blank. We like the cats. Oh, okay. But wrapped like coin. So I... Every every time I saw people hashtagging this, I said, who the fuck is buying? First of all, who's buying Litecoin, let alone wrapped Litecoin? What kind of bizarre Ponzi did somebody cut? No, we like the cats and we do. We love the cats. Cats are going to 50 E yeah. uh, this year. Sure. 
They'll make a brief stop at 20, but just get ready for that uh, that 50 ETH kitty. Actually, I mean, a great, great point uh, Shubs brought up was just that there's such a disparity in, you know, Bored Apes and Punks right now with uh, Bored Apes running up and even Mutant Apes running up that uh, we might see a bit of a rotation into some of these other projects too, but uh, we won't uh, we'll get too much into that, but I thought it was a cool little uh, thesis there. Um, oh, yeah. Let's finish off the news real quick. Netgear's Mural Smart Picture Frame integrates MetaMask for NFT. NFT display. Consumer electronics manufacturer Netgear is adding NFT support to its Mural Smart Frame through an integration with crypto wallet MetaMask. Um, I realized that that uh, title and then the uh, subtitle was very, very redundant as I was reading it. But uh, this is just tying back into your idea that 2022 is going to be a year of hardware. Um, and we saw that with Samsung yesterday. We saw it with Netgear today. It looks like that is already coming to fruition. Yeah, if mainstream corporations want to leverage NFTs for marketing, for a new uh, product that they're putting out and this type of thing, you are certainly going to see hardware companies decide it's time to move in. I mean, the reason we there's been a dearth of hardware is because I don't think that the companies with the ability to manufacture these things have taken it very seriously. Obviously, there's a, a ton of small companies that make fabulous products they're just very expensive and out of reach uh, for most people yeah um, you know what actually i'm looking at these right now i kind of just queued it up in the thing and did a quick once over on it but as we're talking about it i'm looking at the article these actually look pretty good uh i'm no affiliation with netgear but if anyone wants to hook me up uh, i'll do <laughs> we could do some plugs on the show but um no i mean it's a 15.6 inch frame for 300 bucks i mean that seems pretty good actually i might start shopping after the show um but yeah, har- yeah hardware's I mean- on the rise for sure even even hardware wallets like i know the trezor has a screen but creating a hardware wallet that was screen first and and focused on the display would be a huge hit yeah well i mean you you already see like yourself you know you love the apple watch for putting your uh your jpegs on like i have my began um on my on my phone round too and uh you know um some integration with this stuff is going to be pretty cool um, yes i Hope to flex my NFTs. My favorite. I got my Christmas, oh. ki- my St. Nick's hat kaiju on today. Do you? Yeah, wrapping up the Christmas season. Um, last piece of news I have. Um, my favorite type of news that I see, and uh, you know, mentioned a bunch of this towards the tail end of the year last year. British Parliament fields demands for crypto crackdown amid growing concerns. Members of Parliament and crypto critics are lobbying the government to crack down on the growing crypto industry. Uh, It's really looking like the Brits hate crypto. We've talked about it before. And in terms of economic and uh, um, strength and the strength of their currency, the British pound has always kind of almost been a high watermark. Um, And they are worried that there are people that are very, very genuinely concerned about the disruption that this industry can have on it. Um, And while we see, you know, uh, senators and and Congress kind of start to talk favorably about it, um, it seems like the UK is taking the other stance and uh, they are not amused. I talk about LIBOR a lot, which is the overnight bank lending rate, okay? And it's not a conspiracy theory. This isn't a joke. This interest rate literally underpins every contract that exists in the world. It is extremely important. And I am not surprised that the British uh, are very protective of the way currency works because 
They are literally in control of the most important function of all fiat currency in the world. Most people have no idea how LIBOR works, nor that the largest financial scandal of our lifetimes was a LIBOR rigging scandal that likely stole trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in value, which makes any Ponzi scheme you've ever heard of look like a, a LARP. The biggest rug pull in history, as you like to call it. In history. And no... And no one would ever knew it happened because all you had to do was adjust it by 200 basis points and you could steal billions of dollars a year and, and no one would ever know. Nobody would do that. That doesn't seem right. Nobody fraudulently funny. does. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I I totally get it. Um, but yeah, yeah. The I mean, the Brits, uh, like the news has been a, a steady stream of how much they hate crypto. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. We talk a lot about being able to move around, vote with your feet, vote with your wallet, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I, I think it'll get to the point and there's some, there's some big crypto holders over there that they might just leave and it's, uh, it's going to be a, a loss of wealth for that country, I believe. Um, so, so yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one, um, and and it'll be interesting to see how far they end up going with it. Now, this is just a lobbying effort, so uh, it, I'm not saying that they are destined to do something dramatic there. But if it does seem like one one uh, kind of nation or, or group of nations would, it would be the UK. Um, yep. Moving on, finally, we're going to get to some JPEGs here. WGMI, again, we talked about this yesterday. Green, 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 seven-day change. Little Lemon Friends is now leading the charge up 230% in the last week. Alien Friends also right up there with them above 200%. Uh, That one is having a great run. And Oh, actually, I think that that floor hasn't updated on WGMI, so I'm going to take that back. It's it's, it's much higher. 1.34 right now. Yeah, wild. Alien Friends is one point three four NFT world still doing good. Mecca, Mecca was one that we brought up at the. I think was it the final episode or the second to last episode of the AM show last I year. Say we're bullish on Mecca right now. Yeah, Mecca seems to the sentiment has seemed to shift from um, completely bearish and dead project to uh, bull. Um, maybe on the back of the Clonex 3D kind of meta that they've kickstarted. Uh, some other projects like Prime A Planet, which we'll get into later, is also crushing it. Um, but Mecca seems to be on the rise too. So, I mean, if you have diamond handed these things since its inception, you uh, you might get uh, a little bit a little bit of vindication on the horizon. Um, or exit liquidity. Or exit liquidity, if that's how you're looking at it, for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, it might be a good opportunity for that too. Uh, Head Dow, which was one that was bopping around the uh, the DGen Dojo for a while, is it looks like it's back on the rise a little bit. Uh, I still do hold those. That might be exit liquidity for me. But um, important to note that they do have a P2E kind of game on the uh, not maybe not play 2E. It was like the Wolf game kind of style shit uh, on the horizon. Risk protocol yield farm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they do have one on the horizon if you're at all interested in that and have been holding it. It might be a good time to either sell or if you want to participate, go for it. Uh, I've been watching that one. But uh, but yeah, we it, like I said, green across the board. Um, it's been it's been a very, very, very good week for for the JPEGs. Indeed. Um, one that is having a great one run right now, and we've kind of been calling it to be the uh, the next 10 Ether. It looks like it could be, is Doodles. Uh, Doodles sitting out, just going to refresh it. Uh, it did cross the 7 ETH threshold. Yep, now at almost 7.2. Uh, this thing has been on the run of a lifetime for it. And um, I, you know what? I, I have no problem with this being one of the projects that 
gets to the upper echelon. I know it's got some mixed feelings for it uh, in terms of PFP ability, uh, like profile picture uh, able. You know, it's uh, it's almost second to none. I think they look great, um, and the pump has um, the 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 market has approved. Uh, last month, when doodles were under to ETH, uh, we called on this show, and I said that it was going to be the next one into the ten ETH club. Uh, cats are going to be the next one into the twenty ETH club. These are elite collections that will become blue chips, and I am not surprised to see the, the meteoric rise of doodles. Shout out! That is a that is an elite. Yeah, and we've touched on this a bunch of times, but it it was also one of my favorite like low key stories of um, 2021 was just that random guy that bought um, the uh, the doodles pre reveal, and uh, he ended up dinging the uh, the profile picture that doodles actually was using during the whole promotion thing of it with the uh, the rainbow vomit, and this guy who was not a whale. Um, ended up being able to sell that for 100 ETH basically the day that it revealed. Um, and I think he bought it for, I don't know, I could check, but it was, uh, I think it was point, uh, <laughs> one point. Don't tell him what it's yeah. worth now. Don't tell him what it's worth now. I don't let know him, what it's Let him go now. about his life happy. Yeah. Do you think if that went up, it's that it would worth be worth that? Right yeah. What? You think someone would buy it what? for 100 ETH right now? It would be worth 300, two or 300. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's worth 300 ETH. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 you know this stuff better than I do in terms of, you know, yeah, price, yeah, price disparity between them. That's crazy. The moment, crazy. the moment that that mutant serum went for 777, True. they were worth a thousand. Yeah. No, the moment it went point. for a thousand, they were worth 1500. And right now they're worth 2000. That's like when, that's um, how much the next year. What's that? Uh, what's that guy from Citadel bought the Constitution for, out from underneath of the Dow? The second he bought that, right. the price of it went up for sure. Yeah, now it's worth 100 million. He pumped his own it's, bag. Look, this is this isn't yeah, and and this is what happens in the traditional art world all the time. You know, there aren't floors, right? Like if you buy a Van Gogh for 40 million, you don't get to go to the floor and see what all other Van Goghs are flooring at and then say, "Oh no, the floor's 20 now. I'm down 50%." People are doing that in JPEGs and it really makes no logistic sense. A floor is a terrible metric for an actual value of something you're holding. You have to have a much more nuanced view of things, both as a collectible and as art. And uh, most people do not. So that's why, while we love WGMI and floors are an important metric, they're not an important metric for the reason most people do. I agree. I agree. The rolling averages are probably better. Um, the only knock that I have against Doodles, and I only just realized this because I pulled up their website just to kind of scroll around on it while we were talking about it. The first thing you see on their website that, you know, this is project is when did it mint three months ago, four months ago, five months ago. Mm, I don't know. It was a while ago. The first thing you see on their website is mint a doodle and then says sold out. Right. Like fix your fucking website. You know, you know, you got the money. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Yep. I digress. Uh, I just, that popped up and I was like, what is this? Why? Why? You know? Good for you guys. Also, it was a 0.123 ETH mint. I didn't realize it was so expensive. Yeah. So, And did you know it was the team that bought it for 100 ETH? I love that. I did. Yeah, I, I did that. know that. Isn't That's that like, cool. yeah. it's poetic. Yeah, it's poetic. It's like they made this thing the logo. And that moment, they decided that they were going to make somebody who got this doodle, which isn't particularly rare. They were going to make him uh, uh, made. 
there, I love it. There's it a certain level of irony that we were just talking about Mecca, and there was so much fucking controversy about Mecca uh, sniping pre-revealed rares from the like, the team sniping them pre-revealed, um, and this is like the complete antithesis of that. Um, it was a, a great yep. story, and uh, they made somebody fabulously wealthy from just buying a pre-revealed doodle. So great story, and uh, yeah, this this thing is. Uh, I mean, it's going to ten ETH eventually. Uh, maybe this cycle, maybe not. Who knows? But uh, they are doing a okay. Um, another project that we've already uh, mentioned, but we're going to get into now is the Alien Friends. Um, this is a project that, uh, in in alphabet terms, was uh, you know a lot of people got into, but it was sandwiched in between uh, Little Lemon Friends and uh, Cool Man's Universe, both of which obviously we were super, super bullish on Little Lemon Friends. Um, we were fortunate enough to be able to give away a ton of Cool Man's Universe uh, pre-sale slots. Um, and then this one Thank kind you, of... Jake, at <laughs> for those. Um, this one kind of... I don't want to say it, it was under the radar. Uh, we did we did pick up on it. A lot of people ended up doing really well on the mint. It was 0. 0.02. Um, but this one has kind of really started to lead the pack in terms of those three projects, all of which are doing really well. Um, and that one, as you mentioned earlier, is now sitting at a 1.35 floor. Let me refresh that and make sure it's still accurate. 1.3. Um, and, and the volume has been crazy. This is... You know, this is the project of good artwork minting at the perfect time. Um, it might have actually, in hindsight, be the benefit of um, minting in between Cool Man's and Little Lemon's friends, which did really, really great on the kind of cute meta. Uh, and they fit that profile, too. And then let's let's talk about the Gary V treatment. I mean, Gary V went hard into promoting these things. Um and I have to believe that while we're talking about Little Lemon Friends and Cool Man's Universe, again, both doing very well, uh, if and when, and it feels inevitable, but I, you know, I can't speak for him, they get the Gary V treatment as well. Uh, I mean, I, I think that they will probably be higher than Alien Friends, but Alien Friends uh, hitting and holding over a one-eighth floor is absolutely incredible, especially with the dip that they had yesterday. And you mentioned this to me, if you want to kind of break that down. We we have a curated alpha room in the Moon Lounge that is used very rarely by the experts in Alpha Mint. I hadn't made a post in a very long time, and I made a pretty long one about Alien Friend. One of the creators of the project, Pape the Great, who I know from Twitter, uh, I have great confidence in his ability to execute and market. He is an, a bit of an influencer, but not really a hype person. He genuinely likes NFTs. I had a lot of hope for this project from the beginning. The art was a little divisive. I think, to be fair, it's slightly weaker than Cool Man's or Little Lemon Friends, but I love the art. And I know that even within our DGen Dojo, given these other very high quality projects that launched, this one was a little divisive. But of course, it got the Gary Pump. And we know what a Gary Pump could do. But there was more to it than that, because we saw that day when Gary really went in, uh, they popped up to 0.5. They had pulled back all the way down to 0.2 within a few days. And that's what happens with most of these pumps, right? Like, I don't care who the person is, who the influencer is. That tends to be the result here. They're short-lived. We saw a lot of very big sales the first day that Alien Friends was out. We even saw a 15 ETH sale within 48 hours. And I mean, 
This is something we talk about a lot. Whales do not let their bags go to zero, and they tend to support them after they've made very large purchases. Once I saw that 15 ETH sale, I knew something was up here, and I knew this had legs beyond just an influencer pump. I can't 100% explain why it's been such a rocket compared to, say, Cool Man's or Little Lemon Friends, which I believe all three of these collections are going to be elites. I think not only are they all quality, but they all launched at the perfect time, right? Like when you launch in a bear market, no matter how good your project is, it is framed through that lens. When you launch in a bull market and you have a great product and the wind is at your back and you nail that influencer hype cycle, well, we could see what happened with with little alien friends. And there's more there. They've already teased, quote unquote, season two, and it looked like an alien in an incubator. So that could mean mutations. That could mean baby aliens. There's also physicals attached to certain products within the collection. So you'll notice there are certain aliens that are wearing merch. As an example, my one forever alien friend that I did keep, I did sell my last one uh, for 1.2 this morning, but I did keep one. That is my forever alien. He has this awesome GM hoodie, blue GM hoodie that I want really bad. Um, so, you know, huge congratulations to Pape the Great and Mason, the artist there. It is it is really the talk of the town. And it got up to a 1.35 floor as of this morning. Truly remarkable. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to give uh, the Lemon Friends... Um or sorry, not the Lemon Friends, the uh, the Alien Friends, uh, a couple of uh, big shout outs. They were the victim of a Discord hack. Um, it wasn't pretty. I think it was about just over $200,000 um, was kind of siphoned out of the community with some some shitty links uh, that were posted in there from some, uh, some scammers. Uh, they acted on it quickly. They got a hold of their Discord eventually, and they are making everybody that lost some money whole good on them i'm i'm glad to see that um in terms of their actual project though the one thing i gotta say about them is as i'm scrolling through them like great variety and traits and all of the traits really work within their art style very well they all feel like the the you know i haven't seen any that like didn't look good because they weren't matching up properly or, you know, shifted off properly or, or, you know, some of the traits conflict with each other very well. Um, that takes a lot of talent and, and ability. And they did the, they did that very well. Um, if there's one slight, slight, slight knock that I have on the little lemon friends and believe me, I love the little lemon friends is that some of the, the food traits that they had kind of look a little awkward to me, like the sushi in the mouth or whatever. I, I don't know if you would agree with that. Um, that was like and I I, I, with it. What are you? What are you even talking? About? <laughs> uh, whatever. Everyone has. Their no, fun. no, no. I'm and not and biggest... it's not fun. It's not fun. I promise. No, like, it's, it's just... not. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the poo head trait. Yet at the same time, it's one of the rarer traits. Like that floor tends to be 20, 30 percent above uh, the the normal, the common floor. So hey, Is everyone has lemons? their preferences. Some trait. Yeah, there, there's a poo. There's a poo no. head lemon that. It, to me, it's not one of my favorite ones. People like them. That floor remains firmly 20% above the commons. So, of course, there are going to be traits that uh, we all find weaker. I personally believe Little Lemon Friends executed traits as well as Cool Cats. I think it's, it's the best traits in the game. I think Cool Man's is next level art and and their traits are fabulous. I mean, look, I can't say enough about all these collections that, are, that have launched recently. Perfect storm. 
Yeah, they. I, I actually just seeing this Pooh had trade for the first time. Um, one of the nice things <laughs> you were, about, yeah, you were mesmerized. This uh, this Pooh head with a burger in his mouth. Um, yeah, that one didn't do it for me. But no, it's it's funny. Um, that was actually one of the the really exciting things of uh, Farouk jumping into the Lemon Friends uh, uh, Twitter spaces the other day was that he was having this moment of discovery, much like we all had and can relate to, of finding all of these really cool traits. Um, and I think that that is one thing that the Lemon Friends, uh, Cool Man's Group, and Alien Friends all did really uh, top tier was just the, the traits looked good. They did a great job of my, individually looking my- fantastic. Yeah, my favorite alien friends traits, there's a few. There's a ice head, there's the army helmet, there's the merch, okay? Any of the ones with merch. There's also a cool trait where it looks like one of those toy cranes, like you play in an amusement park where it pulls the toy out of the little thing and it's pulling like the alien's head. There's some great traits there. There's Again, there's also some I consider weaker that I don't like, but I think that's every collection. I still don't think anyone has come close to to nailing their traits as well as as uh, Little Lemon Friends. That that's another level. Yeah, uh, the color composition on the traits for Little Lemon Friends was perfect, um, and and they again they all look great. Uh, cool Man's group, uh, Cool Man's group, <laughs> Blue Man group, uh, Cool Man's universe. Um, as we were kind of mentioning, we'll just wrap off with finishing uh, or starting the day at around a point seven floor. Um, all of these seem to be the recipients of some pullbacks yesterday and waking up this morning all doing very well. Um, you know, I, I I think we're both just still watching for um, a continued hype cycle on any one of these three, but particularly Cool Man's and Lemon Friends seems to be uh, ripe, for the, ripe for the taking. I do think Alien Friends is getting a little long. Look, if it ramped to 3E tomorrow, I'd be, I'd be surprised. Like, I, you know... It's a bull market. I suppose it, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in this type of atmosphere. But my anticipation is that the Alien Friends money is going to start rotating into Cool Man's and Little Lemon Friends. These three projects seem to go together. And I think anybody that's had the cojones to hold uh, Alien Friends this long is going to start selling a few and looking for projects that they like that haven't quite seen the move uh, that Alien Friends has. So, again, love that project bullish on it long term i do expect a pullback here but you know look if it goes to 3e tomorrow don't kill me i I wouldn't be surprised it's just i did take profits uh this morning i only have one left uh and i think these other projects are going to receive the benefit nothing is surprising me in this market honestly nothing is surprising me at all um speaking of maybe not surprising to some people we were talking about uh the treasure ecosystem um and you i think picked up on some pretty big movement of eth into um into arbitrum yeah it was pretty insane there's a whale watching account on twitter and six thousand eth was transferred over from Binance to Arbitrum at about 12.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this morning. And this naturally was assumed to be Gary V moving money uh, into the magic and treasure ecosystem. Uh, I have just gotten an update from Dark Illidan that it was 18,000 ETH total. 6,000 was just the first move. I guess I fell asleep. Oh, 18,000. Okay. I thought you said 1,800. I, I was like, oh, okay, we got 18, our numbers. Wow. 18,000 ETH, okay. This, I, I do believe magic is going to be 
a story this year. It are obviously it already is one, but I think it's going to be the what the fuck story of the year. It's only sitting at $125 million market cap right now. This type of thing, you know, Colby, and I point you back to his Substack article on attention. This is going to have the attention cycle this year as people go really this weird alt chain with these weird little monkeys is mooning. People aren't going to believe it. It's going to happen so violently and so fast. People are going to chase, which is going to make it go even more. Um, Magic right now is sitting at $3.96. It's been very volatile this morning. It's been as high as $5.50, as low as $3. Um, as I think many people who have been in since sub one buck, and you know, Magic is a, is a yield b- instrument or the benefit of yield instruments. So people are using it. Uh, people have been basically yielding this in farms for months. There are people with hundreds of thousands of magic. So I'm not surprised they are taking this opportunity to take some profits. But let's look at small brains and small bodies, both of which were free mints. Okay. Small bodies, which is both of them are still minting if you were on these whitelists. So you better double check because all you had to do was draw a picture for each one you got on the whitelist. Now, when I started watching small bodies yesterday morning, they were at 1000 magic. Magic was $4. Okay. Right now they're sitting at about 1500 magic. You got when you minted these, you got a male and a female. So the females are 1500, the males are at about 2000. So that's a 3500 magic airdrop essentially on a chain where you don't spend any gas magic is sitting at four dollars that's a little over twelve thousand dollars right now just from swole bodies now small brains is out of their minds this is this is about they are literally about to get on a rocket ship to the moon this is both metaphorically and literally i have no idea what is happening they were like load your your small brain onto the rocket and get ready don't move him these people are crazy in the absolute best way. And I mean, you need to board within 36 hours if you have these monkeys. These monkeys are already yielding people magic. I believe that the small bodies will be yielding magic soon. But here's the angle, and we're going to talk about it next week on this show. At some point, hopefully, if he feels better, we are going to have Traveler on. Traveler is a mod and one of the creators of small bodies. And the next big project on the magic ecosystem is Enjoyors. And Enjoyors uh, is going to be a DAO of sorts. I'm going to drop the Discord link uh, below, but please go check out this and and listen to our interview next week. Hopefully, if he's feeling better, no pressure. Uh, I know everyone's a little under the weather right now, but... Uh, this is this I think is going to be one of the big stories of 2022. I cannot wait to dig into this. And if you haven't checked out the treasure ecosystem and magic coin, uh, go look at it today. Yeah, dude, these things have been killing it. I had the uh, the chart that you sent me pulled up, um, which is kind of the ETH to magic um, chart, uh, but also has the USD. I uh, God, I almost feel like a little bit sick to my stomach because I know we've talked about this on the show um, a bunch of times, probably as early as late November, December. Um, 
but uh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't too long ago that these things were, you know, each magic token was sitting at, you know, 30 cents or lower. Um, and as you said, uh, as high as 550 this morning, absolutely wild. Um, and just shout out to Illidan, uh, who pointed out in the AM show chat and uh, him and Icon are having a conversation about it. But um, he mentioned that uh, each N gave you 100,000 magic for free if you staked it. And that uh, at some point today would have been five hundred and fifty thousand dollars just and, for and do you guys remember this? This was the loot derivative yeah. mm-hmm. N, which was just numbers. Okay, this is, I don't think people are even begin. This is going to be like a shib level story this year. I don't know if Magic's going to get to thirty billion dollars, but one to ten billion is not out of the question, which would be. Uh, 35 to, to $350 per coin. Yeah, it's sitting at a market cap of $115 million. And if SHIB can get to uh, a $20, $20 billion market cap, might have been even more. Uh, why not this one? So uh, I might actually start accumulating some of these. And I'm, uh, you know, as unfortunate as it was, and now uh, going to be seriously looking at anything these projects do, um, Look, and probably had this some is big, le- big winners in Alpha Mint from this too. Oh, I, it's mind-boggling! And you know, even if you just bought Magic the coin, but this is a uh, these NFTs are a leverage bet on Magic. I want to point out, okay, people like to talk about how Ethereum, when it goes up, it tanks NFTs. Over a little over a year ago, punks were sitting at a 20 ETH floor when Ethereum was $300 per coin. Ethereum then went on the craziest run up to $4,000, and punks did not fall in ETH terms. They went up to a 125 ETH floor. I expect the exact same thing to happen with small brains. And if you can't afford small brains, your entry right now is swole bodies. I'm sure some experts know a few of the other collections. I know I was told about one this morning on the Magic ecosystem. If you aren't in the Enjoyers Discord right now, this could be the most important play uh, uh, of the quarter, depending on what goes on here. So I would really, really pay attention, and I would start to learn about that ecosystem. You have to bridge over to Arbitrum. Arbitrum is an L2. I am notoriously against L2s. Arbitrum is changing my mind. I love the team. I love what's going on there. Can't say enough good things. Yeah, this is really exciting. And you got to remember who's saying this. Free market is notoriously against any chain or layer two that is not called Ethereum. Um, for him to be saying that uh, uh, something on Arbitrum is going to be of this importance is uh, is not to be taken lightly, if I'm being honest with you. So um, we're, we're going to watch that closely. Can't wait to be able to talk to Traveler again. Hope he feels better soon. So no pressure, um, no pressure there. But uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to do a deep dive on this. And it's probably going to be um, something we talk about so relatively frequently yep. in the future. Um for mm-hmm. sure, as that system grows. Uh, let's talk about a couple of other big plays um, yesterday that were going down. Uh, we mentioned yesterday morning on the show, the Illuminati NFT, that there might be something there. They hold the at truth handle on Twitter. Uh, it is very, very difficult to get single small words on Twitter. So either they've held that for a very long time, or as you said, there's somebody with connections. Uh, I'm just seeing unverified uh, but uh, just seeing somebody saying Gary V was buying them pre-reveal, 
He no. just did. He just went off in the in the whale watcher. He just bought a uh, bought a couple of them. This was a very divisive mint yesterday, only because and who could blame anyone? We're talking about a point two three mint, right? This is at the upper end of what anyone even dares to price their collection at. So. Quick history about a month ago, I was told by someone I will not name who I trust very much. Hey, bro, just mint these. Shut up. Trust me. Just mint these. It was a secret sale. They had done a couple secret sales uh, before their official pre-sale, which was yesterday. And I didn't, I really didn't know anything. I, I was just like, I trust this person. Let me do it. I went and go ch- to check out the previews and they blew my mind. Now, I know a lot of these are one of ones. But this is some of the better art I have seen, period. Oh, so the, the, the ones year, that you period. said you are one of They're them. They're very... I, I don't know. Oh, I assume okay. so. I, I don't know how that would be generative, but I assume those are one. I don't know. You should go check. We'll drop the Discord link. Go check out their sneak peek channels. These are stunning. They have shout outs to pop culture, shout outs to NFT collections. There's a doodles one, but even the ones that are of the style of the artist or some of my favorite, just a, a trippy, you know, psychedelic kind of grungy hip hop out there, weird, beautiful, beautiful art. But there was more to these, right? I knew that this was not just about the art. I, I put the art aside in, in my investment thesis because these were going to be some sort of either mint pass or, or membership to a club. I didn't know what the club was about or what was going on. I was just told that the people running it are very well connected. And when I saw that they locked down the at Ruth username on Twitter, that may not sound like a big deal. These one word Twitter usernames are very hard to get. You either have a lot of money or very good connections. There felt like there was something here that we didn't quite understand where there was smoke, right? And very expensive mint, 0.23. The whitelisting process was a little strange. You had to like register and wait 30 minutes for them to add your, your address in if you wanted to mint the whitelist. They were minting very slowly because of these weird requirements and the website issues. And they started to pick up. And unbeknownst to most people, you could actually mint more than the limit set. People started freaking out in the Kaiju room. There's a bug. The contra they fucked up the contract <laughs> instead. Mind you, the name of this project is Illuminati. Had you read their material, there were secret messages coded in math that told you you could mint more than the limit that were there. And the reason for this, there are different tiers within this secret society, the Illuminati. If you own one, you are in the normal tier and you get a, I forget what it was, like a, a hat or a mask or a shirt, something like that. If you are in tier two where you own three, you get a cloak. A cloak, okay? This is very secret society, like some sort of special cloak. If you own five of these things, you have access to a special room within the Discord, and you get some sort of owl mask, which is very reminiscent of that like secret society meeting in the woods where everyone gets naked puts on an owl mask and like, you know, decides what happens with the world for the next year. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but these guys are obviously branding masters. They are playing up the mystery angle of this really well. There's in real life forging. These are outfits you're going to be able to use in the metaverse. Now think about how cool this is, right? We're going to all be in DCL. 
you're going to see these crazy people running around in Illuminati robes, and there's only going to be 8,000 of these, and they're crazy, right? This is a very interesting project. And all that aside, let's look at the price action. It minted at 0.23, sold out in the pre-sale. The public sale was botted instantly, one block instantly. So the moment the mint button went live, it was gone. Now, these bots insta-dumped like 300 onto the floor. So it had been seeing this nice cook up to like 0.47. Kives were like, yes, yes, FMC was right again. We did it, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, these <laughs> bots just plug. destroyed the floor. Shameless plug. The bots just destroyed the floor. We were down to like 0.28. Some unfortunate people were paper, hand or a- paper handing, not sure what was going on. Well, this morning we are comfortably sitting at 0.47. Gary V just bought a couple. I am so excited for this reveal, which is in a few days. And guys, regardless of what the underlying project is, when you have four days until reveal and there's this kind of heat, you're almost guaranteed some sort of price action that benefits you before the reveal, right? People FOMO into these things right before the reveal. Hold these things for a little bit. Sell into that volume. So even this morning, and you just held overnight, you, you could sell into nice volume. So, so very exciting. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I actually, um, I did hold on to these things um, overnight. I I, I, I might have spent a little more than I wanted to for a mint on this, but, you know, I, I trust you. Um, they seem to have something going on with it and whatnot. Normally, if I mint these, I would just sell them, you know, for a little bit of a, a profit, at least one of them, just to peel it off. Um but I watched the mint go down. I'd already minted my pre-sale. Um, I watched the mint go down, and then I watched that kind of dump in the uh, in on the floor that you had mentioned. And one of the things that I was noticing was that the only ones that were getting listed were like num like serial numbers like seventy four hundred and above, which means they were all the ones that were from the public sale, um, and they were just like undercutting each other, undercutting each other. And I was watching these listings. I'm like. Nobody like sub 7,000 is really listing these things. There was the odd one or whatever, but I was like, this just, this just feels like a really easy di- redistribution. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I was right because I just decided to sleep on it and let it ride. Um, and, uh, you know, it had kind of washed itself out and now sitting at a 0.5 floor. Uh, but pay attention to those things when you're watching the price action. You know, like the, the 7,500 and higher was only what was available for the public sale. And those were the only things being listed. Like these other people were holding on to these. That's the exact point. Like everyone was like, oh, which ones are the bots? Which one is this? Every single one that was listed was over number 7,000. There was just so much evidence here that this was at least going to cut. I kept saying like, look, I don't know if this is going to be some big cook like a lot of the stuff we saw, but I'm pretty sure it's going to make a new all-time high before it reveals. And, you know, if you're trading, if you're just trying to stack ETH, sell into that. It's 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 almost inevitable with these projects. You very rarely see something have all of its hype happen like on the sale and then it doesn't get back up to at least that pre-reveal. Uh, it's just the nature of the beast. So, yeah, this is going to be exciting to watch. Um, also important to note on this project, the reveal isn't until the 7th. So we're looking at uh, Friday, is it? 
Yes, Friday. The reveal is going to yes. go down Friday. Uh, that is a lot of time for price action to continue uh, people to start accumulating and holding on to these things, especially those that want to uh, gather a large swath of them, hoping for these one-of-ones. Also, just want to point out that if you are watching on YouTube, um, I did pull up those one uh, those uh, <laughs> the ones that you showed me yesterday, um, and they look so good. I love the Ninja Turtle one. Uh, the Doodles one is like out of this world next level art like they he nailed the style so well it's so intricate the shading on it is like oh amazing um so i i can't say i agree with you it's going to be hard um to pull you know that quality off in a generative sense um but if there's anything close to this these just look amazing and you know if there's if there's a dao associated with it and probably some underlying utility uh these these could be really really big so that's that's really exciting um excited to see what friday has in store for us yeah definitely uh this is uh this yeah finish hot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, last thing I wanted to go over um, was uh, Prime Ape Planet. We have not given this enough love on the show. Uh, we did mention it. Somebody brought it up to us a while ago. Um, and we've talked about it here and there. I think we were both in agreement that the art looked really good. Uh, it depended on how they were going to handle the traits, the rarity of traits, whether or not these things popped as profile pictures or, you know, um, if the 3D meta was going to hold strong enough into their mint and their reveal. Uh, in hindsight, it looks like that is absolutely the case. They have um, gone up and down between like 1.3 ETH and 2.6, I think. They're holding steady right now at 1.8 post-reveal. These things turned out to be an absolute cook if you got in on them and you're holding. Uh, and I I think that they actually look really good. I think the only shortcoming of this um, project is that it's they seem to all have that one standard black background. Um, I think a little more like uh, uh, different colors could have maybe helped them pop, but I, you know, I respect their choice and maybe they messed around with that and decided against it. So can't really criticize them too hard. I'm looking at the biggest sales right now. Uh, it seems that they're kind of going the mecha route where there were some one of ones. I guess they're called legendaries in this instance um, that have not revealed yet. Mecha did that um, to, to a lot of people's dismay as well. But these have sold for uh, 69 ETH. Three of them have sold for 69 ETH. Uh, two other ones above 60. Big, big sales on those. Um, it'll be interesting to see what pops out of them. But other than that, some of the higher higher sales, they do look really good. This is really high quality art. Um, the traits look good. If these, you know, the goal is to be a metaverse character, uh, these are going to be top notch. I, I, you know, I, I might go as far as saying that maybe on average, these look better than Clonex. Um, that might be blasphemy <laughs> to some people. But... I, I'm saying on average, I, I do think that a lot of the uh, the top tier clone X looked really next level as well. Um, but I just thought a lot of the bottom tier ones looked very, very subpar to me. Um, but that's, that's somebody that did not own a single one. So take that with a grain of salt. My tune probably would have changed if I had been able to mint or own a handful of those. But uh, but yeah, here we are. Prime Ape Planet or killing it. Was that? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I said, or if you had eyes. <laughs> But all right, so I think if uh, if you are holding these, you are very comfortable this morning, and it's because there's been multiple 69 ETH sales. Just yeah. as we mentioned earlier in the show, when you see those type of sales go, like I'm instantly like, oh, okay, I'm not worried these are going to fall 80% anytime soon. Like, you know, 
alien friends. We saw those huge 15 ETH sales. I felt like this pump was coming, right? Like it's that it's just those are the type of things you need to see uh, to turn you from a trader into a holder. You get to know the team. You see that there's very big sales. All of a sudden you go, yeah, this could be an elite. And they look fabulous. There's no, there is no knocking. They look fabulous. If it's your style, if this is the, like, the, the, the type of thing you like, I could totally see you wearing it in the metaverse. I'm more of a Clonex guy. It's all subjective. There's no, there's no right here. They are so well done. I mean, the textures, I love, I love 3D textures when people can really nail them right. And Prime Apes is, is world class. Yeah, they did a great job of stylizing it just enough too to give them some unique character and and some different looks mm-hmm. to them, um, but not be yeah. you know super realistic. I think I think my biggest holdback on um, like high high res three uh, D profile pictures is when people try and make them look um, too realistic. They almost have that like creepy doll look to them. You know what I mean? Um, Eric, yeah, that mm-hmm. that that uh, uh, crypto champions or whatever that we kind of uh, were were not overly kind to um, had that look to them too. That's that like that dead kind of gaze. There's no real meaningful expression on their face. It was just it's yeah. These uh, these I'm I'm happy to say do not fall in that category for me. I think they did a great job of it. And I'm curious to see how tastes change. You know, we're, we're a community of what, 500 or 600,000 people right now, as millions of mainstream people come into NFTs. I'm just curious to see how the metas and the tastes change. Because as we all love to believe ourselves to be unique, we get influenced by our friends and, and, the, and the people we trust and, and look up to. And it's just going to be interesting to see very fresh perspectives coming in this year, because I think you're going to see a lot of them. Yeah, definitely. I, I want to give a quick shout out to my pet hooligan too, which I think also did it very well um, mm. in terms of 3D profile pictures with some character. Um, it's got a lot of attitude, a lot of varying things that I just checked on that and it was at a 1.4 floor too. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to watch how long the uh, 3D profile picture metaverse kind of character meta kind of continues to trend, or if you know the, those uh, the idea of the metaverse is so deeply ingrained right now that uh, it becomes less of a, a fad and more of a long term trend. That could be the case too. Yeah, I think so much of what is the current trend in NFTs is deemed by the technology we have available, right? There's just only so much we can do with the tools we have right now. And as more money comes in and more tools are invented and, and we advance further, I, you know, it's going to completely deem how NFTs, which ones are valuable, how they're made, and which ones uh, we want to buy. Definitely. Um, that's all of uh, the things I have lined up. Anything else you want to touch on before we kind of get into the, uh, the Q&A session? Uh, there were quite a few good cooks yesterday, and I just wanted to shout out the Kaiju Alpha Room. It gets so rowdy in there. I could only compare it to a, a frat house uh, during, you know, rush week or whatever colleges call it. So much fun. Shout out to the Kaiju Kings. I know a lot of them joined us this morning. So uh, yeah, if anyone has any questions, throw your hands up. Uh, we can talk about everything that's been happening. And I, like there are so many projects that are mooning right now. We we have a pre-show. We try to put our list together, and I'm sure there's ten things that happened yesterday oh, that we least. forgot, and we're like, oh shit, that yeah, we we should have talked uh, about that 
Now is so, the time to air your grievances we go. about what we missed. Um, <laughs> the airing of grievances. So we're gonna you if you want to invite Zakoki up on the stage if you have the ability to do that. Um, he was the first hand up. I also just want to to um, mention that somebody in the uh, general chat said that they were. I think it was hologram said you know they'll miss the Q and A session. Um, we are going to be able to still have people up on our restream stage. Um, and, and invite them up to to do a uh, a question with us live. So we're not going to be getting rid of this um, this segment of the show. The one thing that you will have an advantage now of is uh, it will be exclusive to the uh, the a or sorry the um, Alpha Mint pass holders. So anybody in the Moon Lounge will have access to the link that can bring you up into the uh, the AM show. Uh, so we can still uh, you can still join us. You don't have to come on camera. There's no obligations for that, and you can still. Uh, still come shoot the shit with us at the end of the show so that's that's not um that's not changing so uh, fortunately for that um don't worry uh, i also just want to give a quick shout out free market um between the viewers on youtube and twitch and uh the 80 people that we were up to in discord we had a high of 95 listeners this morning <laughs> which crushes our um our previous high of 65 so that is uh, so incredible. We we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and it's a pretty surreal feeling to have all these people listening to us talk when in, in reality, this kind of just started out as you and me doing a private call on Discord every once in a while and just talking about stuff. So amazing. Indeed. Thank you, everybody. We love you. And we are looking forward to this year. Started off with a bang. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So Zakoki, on that note, what's going on this morning, man? How are you? Hello guys, good morning. GM. Um so so yesterday I wanted to discuss the decision that um Invisible Friends made where they basically guaranteed people that had uh two mood rollers and two slim hoods to get onto the Invisible Friends whitelist. And when I saw this announcement, I saw a lot of mixed reactions to it. I saw people that were for it and I saw a lot of people that were actually against it. But um, in my opinion, I think that this is a great um, announcement for the people that were early supporters of the Slim Hoods and Mood Rollers before even Invisible Friends came out when they were like at point one. And those people held through this whole time, saw the crazy explosive success of the Invisible Friends project and the rising tide lifts all ships and their projects rose and obviously now like they got an insane pump over like a six to seven x from when they were able to be bought for point one as a basically forgotten project and i feel like these things uh should be kind of normalized because those people were are so rewarded now by the by the team of random character uh, random character collective RCC. Um, so what, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I'll tell you a story, Zakokwe. Back in February, I bought a, a FIWO shoe from a little company called Artifacts, which was not very popular at the time. I spent 1.2 ETH. I forged my shoes, which I love. I keep them in the box. I take them out and look at them all the time. And I was like, this is what I paid 1.2 ETH for. This is amazing. And I'm very happy. Lo and behold, in the month of July, there was an announcement. 
Artifact is making their first PFP project called Clonex. And anybody who owns these shoes and the subsequent bonus NFTs you were given for buying them has the right to get three Clonex vials. This turned a $1.2E investment into something that was worth 90 ETH at its peak when Clonex vials hit 15 ETH. Not only do I agree with this, I, I think it is fabulous. I think that early investors or believers should always be rewarded. And quite frankly, the reason there was so much rancor was because this is one of the most anticipated projects of the year, of the first quarter. Everybody wants Invisible Friends. Gary is already pumping them. And I anticipate this being a mecha level hype. So I think that's why you saw so much rancor uh, with Invisible Friends, who I absolutely hate their Discord. I think it's too busy. I think they should have separated it. I think it's hard to figure out how to get whitelist. But at the same time, you can't knock. These guys have the hype. Yeah, I, yeah, 100%. So I would oh, typically... No, no, I was just reading in their Twitter and stuff like that. First, the art looks amazing on it. They've got some great animation and involved in it, too. Um, um <clears throat> I was just uh, uh, seeing that they now, I guess they intend to mint all 5,000 of them on a, a presale list, which I think is going to mint out no problem. Um, for a lesser hyped projects, this could be a death sentence, a max of <laughs> one mint per person and uh, 5,000 presale spots. Uh, I think that this will work out fine for them. I think it might actually work out to their benefit in terms of um, floor price because I think there's going to be a lot of people sitting on the outside looking in that want to get their hands on them and a lot of these people um, might not be a lot of the people that are able to mint might not be looking at doing this as a flip uh, so I, I think in this very instance that the, I think everything will be a-okay for this project but uh, if a lesser project decided to try this I would be I would be very nervous for them that's for sure this is Kaiju part two. This is, yep, they, they can comfortably, oh, they, they, this is going to be, this is going to debut at a two ETH floor and will likely get to five uh, within a few weeks of debuting. Wow. I find this collection, you know, yeah. yeah. First of all, they have friends in the title. So we know what, <laughs> if you have friends in the title, you're going to moon. It's just, it's just the friends way it is the new right? apes. But, yeah. I guess the, my one knock on them is what the fuck? Invisible friends? You mean clothes? <laughs> they should have just called it clothes. <laughs> but all right, that's no, it's, it's going to be an amazing project. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I agree. I think early uh, holders should always be rewarded. Yeah, I think it's such an awesome story that the people that believed in this uh, studio, RCC, very early on are now so heavily rewarded with their with their two projects already pumping to a seven X and also gr being granted like one of the biggest whitelists of Q1 2022. So I'm always, I'm always a very big supporter of uh, supporting the early on um, investors into your ecosystem. And also your story about clone X is, is absolutely crazy as well. Mind blowing story. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, of course, man. It pays to be early. Um, and it pays to be ahead of these things for sure. Uh, we're going to bring Yamar up on the stage. Thank you so much, Sakoki. Uh, appreciate you coming up as always. Yamar, GM, my friend. Uh, actually, it is GM. It's uh, almost one o'clock. Your mic is muted, okay. in case you don't know. I can hear you. You're GM very, muted. very quiet. Always. 
Yeah. Do you want to try going ahead? Uh, do it. it again. Can you hear him? Good. Yeah, I can hear him. Can uh-huh. you? Yeah. No. Again, this is uh, the lovely thing about Discord. Hold on. I will be right back. EMR, let's talk while uh, R2 <laughs> comes yeah, on back little, in. Uh, I can hear him now. Discord. Uh, so I, I gave you guys a question. I, I don't know if you guys looked at it earlier today. Uh, I dropped it in the um, the DGen Dojo. Uh, so I'm going to throw it at you guys. Yes. So Prime Ape, you, you've seen how that did. I actually called it wrong because I thought it was going to be very bad because I think they just rode the hype train and released it to like G- GTFO because it's just a PFP. There's no real like meaning to it except for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another project that I think is going to be better uh, that got pushed back, and it's called Hate Beast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It, it's got actual utility. It's got a way better team behind it. The founder, the artist behind it, world famous artist, worked for Nike, other big corporations, full whitelist, no public mint. Uh, I, I just seeing Prime Ape do it as well as it did. I'm very, I'm wondering what's going to happen with it. I'm in agreement with you. Uh, This is a project people have talked about for a while. And I definitely see very similar price action uh, to Prime Apes. And like you say, it may even be better. I believe visually these look a lot cooler. I think they would appeal to more people as a profile picture because while the prime apes are fabulously done and really cool, it can border on creepy when the skin becomes like way too detailed and furry and 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 very fine like that. Whereas I think the the hape the hape apes or whatever they're called, they will uh, they have a cool factor. They're wearing hoodies and they have on streetwear, and I, I can I can see where you're coming from there, yeah. I'm assuming this is like a a, Genesis collection. No, I haven't. Have you? Uh, It's 42 ETH floor right now. Can you link it? I think uh, I probably stumbled on it at some point, but if you want to just link it, I'll take a quick look and pull it up on screen. Um, I'm I'm assuming this is a take on hype beast, but hate beast. I I don't like I don't actually yes. love the name. I find it very awkward to say. But other than that, like they like you said, they look really good. Um, they have a good stylization to them, um, and I think there's a lot of things that they can can do with this. So uh, yeah, I mean it's a project that's been brought up before. I know that you've mentioned it before too. Um, again, the the big issue with 3d profile pictures uh that a lot of these um uh projects suffer from is that when you put them all on a screen beside each other on open sea and you're looking at 20 or 30 of them all side by side by side by side uh how much differentiation are there between them especially the ones on the floors like you can definitely do a lot of really cool rare traits that make the one of ones and the expensive ones stand out uh but it's how how appealing is this to somebody that's not dabbling in the the, the ultra high end um, in terms of expense world of them, how much does it appeal to them? Uh, so that that would be the biggest thing that I would be looking for them to do well. And uh, I, I think that they have the chops to do it, judging on the work that they've done. Uh, but that's just something that I would be looking for. I see a lot of them when I'm, I'm scrolling through. They're very, very dark. Um, and then... 
yeah, that would be my only not reservation. It wouldn't hold me back from participating in this. Um, but that that's what I would be that's what I'd be watching for for this to have like long term kind of success potential. Yeah, I linked the the Genesis collection in the AM chat show here. Uh, it, it has a forty two four one just sold. I think yesterday for you guys or the time zone throws me off a little bit, but uh, it they that that gives you an idea of what they're going to look like. I guess on OpenSea as PFPs and stuff like that. So I, I think they do have that like that it factor. Uh, they they do stand out a little bit more. The the primate to me it looked like they were very similar. I think it has that mecha feel like you guys were talking about where like, they're not very unique per se. Like, cause was, I think mecha's downfall, biggest downfall was every single one of them had the same background. Right. Is there, um, what is the, I, I guess maybe the fact that it's a 35 supply would be the, the first thing I'd point to. Is there a reason why these floors are so high? Is it getting you something special in the, uh, in the, the, the hate beast, you know, generative drop or the, the ecosystem, or is this just like good art, super low supply? Um, and, and that's what it is. It gives you two things. Uh, so it gives you a free hate beast. Okay. It also gives you something called hate list, which is their whitelist. So you get a free one and you get to mint one. Gotcha. Okay. So it could be pretty valuable in terms of, I mean, it's 42 ETH, so it's already pretty valuable in, in, uh, in a dollar in ETH terms. But uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, we'll definitely have to do a, more of a segment on breaking down the the entire project and talking about it. Uh, you know, anything that can kind of have a 40 ETH floor and have sales on it too is uh, is important. So I appreciate you, uh, you bringing that up and uh, appreciate you sharing that in the Discord with us too. Yeah, uh, have you seen my PFP? Do you know what that's from? Uh, Discord is. Yeah, I want you to tell us. It's definitely a Doodles uh, derivative. It, it is Doodle. It has Doodle in the name. It is called Doodle Ape. Doodle Ape. When are they minting? Uh, it, uh, it's not even announced. Discord is two days old, two and a half days old. So that Doodle art just works, man. Always work. I, all these, all these derivatives. So this is not going to be this 2D, this cartoon style art. It's actually a 3D style. Um, but there's only three available right now on their Twitter and everything and the, and the sneak peeks. Uh, I, I oh, uh, link us better. in the general. Yeah, I can do yeah, it. So everyone can see it. Yeah, apes derivatives and doodles oh, derivatives seem to do really well. Mm, especially well, right now. Combine them. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. right now, all Ape and Doodles derivatives are mooning on the mere fact that uh, that those underlying collections are the talk of the town. I mean, we just saw a 54 ETH mutant sale not but two hours ago. I'm just going to check on Soda and see how that project's been doing. Do you have some in your hidden? No. I love that project. The art on it was so good yeah you open sea is rugging me did you have fuck nothing's loaded everyone it's been down again is it whatever oh, was they did so well for two when days. we started the show it really did but whatever was mooning when we started the show i fear is uh has seen a, a slight pause in volume oh that's no fun illuminati 
Yeah. Um, okay. No. So fun. Yamar, I appreciate you coming up on stage. We're going to get to Josh Lee next. Oh, sorry. I, I couldn't hear you there. You're good. I dropped it in the AM chat. Hello? You're good. Awesome. Thanks, dude. All right. We will catch you soon. Thanks, Yamar. Always a, always a pleasure. Josh Lee, what's happening? Hey, friends. So now I'm having some hearing issues. Um, I'm not sure what's going on here, but um fmc it's always a pleasure to tune into here i just started tuning into this show and it's very informative for somebody new to, like new to the space like i am thank you, you know appreciate that um thank you, thank you. i just want i god i can't hear a dang thing y'all are saying um can you, you i was just gonna right say now? i have been bothering what's that no nothing yet i mean it's like so low can you hear me all right, Free Market? Yeah, yeah, I could hear you. Go oh, ahead, ask okay. your question, yeah, yeah, Josh. Yeah, sorry, Josh. I'll relay it to... Okay, I probably won't hear the answer, but I was just going to see if you guys had any input on the derivative. I know people hate derivative projects, but I've been seeing a lot of hype about Cool Ape Club, and I just wanted to know if you had any input on that. I annoyed you already on Twitter about it, FMC, but I just thought I would hop up here and ask myself. Never, never an annoyance. I haven't dug deep on the project, but like you said, I've seen it pop up in a lot of places. So given that I've seen it pop up in so many places, I think it's worth my attention. That's always the first uh, clue to me that I need to uh, go dig deeper on something is when more than one person I know brings it up to me. I go, all right, there's probably something here. So I did see uh, your tweet. I'm going to get to it after the show, and hopefully tomorrow uh, morning we'll have something to tell you about it. Uh, they're not minting overnight, I hope. It'll be... Uh, we have a little time. Um, well, I you can purchase now oh. on OpenSea. Oh, can you? Okay. Pre-reveal, or are they revealed already? Um, they are all revealed, I believe. <laughs> Great. I will check it out. I haven't done a lot, but I'll contact you on Twitter and I'll probably talk about it a, a bit on the show tomorrow. All right, cool. And I'll be in the lemon chat too. So I'll be hearing you later. So I didn't want to take up too much time. I figured out what the problem was. I had to actually put my phone up to my ear. Like I'm talking on the phone. <laughs> oh, so. well, good lemon, good lemon to you. And we love the lemons. You guys can uh, check out the morning squeeze, uh, led by Michael later, uh, later today. I'll review. Yeah. The lemon It'll be like in an hour or so. And it's such a good time. Good vibes only. And very informative squeeze yesterday. So, all right. Well, thanks, you guys. I appreciate it. And I love tuning in. So it's such a great way to start my morning. And I appreciate it. Thank you, man. That's very kind of you. I also just want to bring it back to a point that he mentioned about everyone hates derivatives. I got to say, I actually don't hate derivatives. I hate very low effort, just like uh, the, you know, the ones where like, what was the, was it the baby cats where they literally just downscaled the art on, on the cool cats or whatever? Like that to me sucks. Um, But the mashups are cool. Uh, I, you know, the, and, and, you know, if you're a holder of any of these high-end blue chip projects, um, you know, as long as that project's treating yours with uh, somewhat with respect, um, it only helps to increase the value of the initial asset, right? Like that that idea that the, every time something's shared, uh, you know, all roads lead back to that project. Um, I do think that it increases the value. So, I mean, I have no issues with derivative projects as long as there's some kind of uniqueness to them. And this mm-hmm. is an important point. People use the word derivative as a blanket term to describe not just 
projects that are inspired by other projects, but by at low effort cash grabs, right? Low effort cash grabs may be derivative, but when we are talking about derivatives, right? If you look at any big era in art, whether you're talking about the Renaissance, whether you're talking about Impressionism, whether you're talking about abstract, all artists influence each other. Whatever becomes the hot meta of the day influences other artists. And if you look from those eras, we hold up five, six, seven artists from them and say, these guys are the best. And they were all influenced by each other. You could argue a lot of the work is derivative of, of each other, but this is the, we consider them classics now. I don't think I think the, the idea that we use derivative as a bad word is wrong. And we need to distinguish between what are low effort cash grabs and what are derivatives genuinely inspired by the underlying projects. I like to talk about creature toads a lot. This is a floor that fell to zero. OK, when it's a low effort cash grab, the moment that floor falls under 0.02, that team is gone. You'll exactly. never hear from them again. Right. All creatures. Yeah. All creature toads is done is build, build, build dedicated and their ideas are fabulous and again that's not a guarantee anything's going to work out but those are the type of projects that i tend to invest in and those are my favorite comeback stories when we do start entering you know periods of volume again so i love derivatives uh, a lot of my largest bags are derivatives i hold them proudly and i expect them to uh, do very well for the next few awesome yeah because like i was looking at undead pastel club and like i the team wasn't docs and that just like, you know, it uh, didn't sit with me correctly. And I really like the artwork on it though. Like I really do. But so, so I chose, um, cool ape club just because it was a little bit more trackable and traceable with the owners and discord was way less messy and yeah. Peachy wearing one right now in the audience, isn't he? Yeah. I saw that there was, no, they look good. I, I, I yeah, gotta, I'll do a deep dive on those. Thank you. I got to say that you kind of mentioned about the, the doxing thing too. Um, I, I will say this. I, I definitely don't think that it's, um, I, I don't hold a lot of importance into doxing. Um, if the project is uh, new and minting at a pretty reasonable price, I would definitely understand the hesitation. Um, you know, if, if this team is coming on and saying, you know, we're animators at Disney, like you need to be able to verify that stuff. Um, and they're asking for like a 0.25 mint price on a 10K PFP project and stuff like that. Um, but I definitely scale down my, uh, my, my care for those kind of concepts as the price and the risk gets lower on my end. Um, I just I always find the doxing conversation very interesting. I'm a big supporter of the pseudonymous economy um, and believe that you can make a reputation that is completely independent of your own um, kind of IRL uh, IRL mm-hmm. reputation as well. So uh, I just uh, just as a side side note on on that conversation. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Just because as I was saying, like I am newer to the space, you know, I've been watching it go down for some months and of diving course. in. It's a completely new thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah, again, I appreciate it. You guys. Cool, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you too, Josh. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'll see some of y'all in the morning squeeze all my lemons down there. I'm sure. So <laughs> lemons. <laughs> Lemon. All right. Have a good one. You guys. Thanks again. Thank you. All right. We got one more hand up. Uh, King Wizard um, changed up the PFP, I guess. That was uh, mm, used to yeah, rock I the, the Swamp First Vomit. 
Is it a non-fungible person? I, I can't wait to hear what this is. We, uh, we have sent you the invitation. You have to accept it, but yeah. I wonder what that is. I can't hey, figure it out. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I had to change the PFP because I have to become a fanboy to get whitelisted for this project. Oh. <laughs> so I had to conform with them. So Discord you know, grind. Discord, Discord grind. Discord yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a relatively new project that I've been seeing that's been getting hyped up a lot. Um, one of the 3D artists, he worked on uh, Avengers. Endgame, um, he did a couple of other projects as well, but he's been in this industry for, not this industry, NFTs, but he's been around like the movie industry and 3D arts for like around the last 10 years or whatnot. So I'm bullish more on the team and some of the artwork is actually like really lifelike, but I don't know how that's going to transition into the NFT world because some of this stuff is like obviously subjective to some. So I don't really yeah. know how that's going to, but I, I believe gonna- more the thing, yeah. I was going to even say, if that's non-fungibles people, I'm warming up to them because your PFP actually <laughs> looks decent compared to like a lot, at least a lot of the previews I've seen and a lot of the other 3D ones. I think 3D is more difficult to execute for a PFP bubble than, than 2D bold lines and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pull it off is impressive. That looks I like Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't really get like the full 3D. I only got to mm-hmm. the face. So this is, I yeah. think it's like 4K scaled up. Like the definition is actually really nice. But I actually wanted to come up here and discuss like, um, because I have somewhat PTSD after what happened to Mecca's. Um, <laughs> seeing how like oh, yeah. these invisible friends and the hate beast, I think they're going to be like somewhat similar. That could be a similar situation where they're just going to drain all the liquidity and i feel like apes mutants and some of those projects are some people are gonna sell and then try to try to flip into like the invisible friends and the hapes but so, i'm just getting some yeah. sort of ptsd yeah let's talk about liquidity sucks right why was mecca a liquidity suck all right it launched at the end at the top of the froth and obviously it's hard to know when the top is but we had seen new money flow into nfts for months at that point i mean you heard a lot of people after mecca after it minted the people that got it got it a lot most people lost out people are like well what's next it, it feels like a season of my favorite tv show ended right like what what's going on what's next so mm-hmm. at a point where everybody's liquidity is 100 in jpeg you get this giant hype launch that's disappointing boom instant liquidity suck ushers in the bear market Let's look at the opposite case, Clonex, which was billed to be the next Mecca, launches in the opposite meta at a time when a bull market is re-emerging right into a new trend of a metaverse that's re-emerging. And look at the price action there. I actually think what you're saying could be possible, but it's all dependent on where the market is when these projects launch. My gut tells me Invisible Friends is going to be like Kaiju Kings. Uh, instant sellout, instant cook, doesn't look back. Sure, it'll have a quiet period, you know, a few weeks or a few months later, but that's just my gut feeling on Invisible Friends. Hate Beasts, not so much. I'm not as confident in that project, though I do like the art slightly better than Primal. And I just think your point is great, but it will be very dependent on where the the market is at the time. 
Yeah, and I also see these next two or three weeks, like the market in terms of saturation of new projects, like it's mm-hmm. like people are realizing like now's the time to be dropping your project because yes. this is where the money's at. So I see a lot of like rush projects. Like I got a whitelist for just like getting five invites to this Discord <laughs> that has like a hundred thousand yeah. people in it. It's very like suspicious. Like now Always. I'm more hesitant to mint. Like I just got it just because obviously it was just like uh, it's very easy to get, but so I was just trying to like figure that out. I was like, it's, it is, this is I, not looking good. You're seeing the beginnings of that, but let's not discount how much new money is coming into the market. I think with the amount that's coming in, it's not going to matter. I think it's going to mm-hmm. overcome any of that. I think plenty of scams or even if it's not a straight scam, low effort rushed projects are going to mint out. They'll have very small cooks for a few hours. They'll die on the vine, but it won't be a, a, a macro sign of anything to come for a while until that new money starts to slow down. And honestly, just watch Bored Apes, all right? Once celebrities slow down and stop buying them, that same trickle-down benefit we're seeing is going to start going the other way. Yeah, it's starting to, it's starting to get a little frothy, especially. We haven't even heard anything from Coinbase. Like they're, they're just waiting to drop the bomb on us. That's the thing. There's so many, there's so many like events that could happen what we call event risk that could and i don't mean risk in a bad way i mean it could be it could be up only because of these things so there's so much event risk on the horizon here that it is it's very you know i'm torn right like we're certainly getting frothy we we are certainly in a place where if we were down 50 percent tomorrow across all floors nobody would be surprised at the same time i think that max pain is higher i really do I just think that Max Payne is, is a parabolic move into into Q1. Also, somebody here mentioned the Cool Apes. I think I bought like a Cool Ape at like 0.001 ETH. It was like oh, 60 nice. bucks. And then like, <laughs> the floor just like started going crazy. So I was like, they're they're cute looking, but the dude PFPs. doesn't really have direction. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they're just PFPs. Like he literally yeah, just good. threw them on his iPad. They're they're cute looking, but in terms of like something as you see his long term investment, like obviously for the people that are newer here, just like because from my personal experiences, like take a little deeper dive before you start throwing your money to shit. Because there's just a lot of these stuff are not going to be relevant in the next couple of months. Like I honestly believe that, but some might not agree with me, but I don't know how you guys feel about that. Well, that's all, really. Thank you for sharing the stage. Thank you for everything. Uh, Thanks for coming up, and uh, we appreciate it, King Wiz. Yeah. Talk to you guys. Take care. Appreciate it. Um, All right. I guess we could probably just finish it off there. I was... uh, waiting for Cass to put his hand up and then i realized i'm uh, looking in the uh the audience there and i don't actually see him so somebody needs to send out the search party for him um immediately uh, we're getting worried yeah a little a little <laughs> worried um no you know what honestly this was an amazing show we almost hit 100 listeners live uh that's a far far surpasses our our uh, previous all-time high i think it's a definitely um, part, partly it's the state of the market is just this up only. And I guess our, our viewership is, uh, is doing the same thing. So really appreciate that. Really appreciate anybody that, uh, that tuned into YouTube. And I just wanted to give everyone a friendly reminder, uh, that we are giving a, uh, a little lemon friend away live on the show tomorrow. 
Best collection out there. Little Lemon Friends. Let's go. I love giving away lemons because it adds one more holder to the uh, Little Lemon family. Those uniques are basically at 4K right now. And I cannot wait to turn someone into a lemon. What's your, uh, what's your prediction for, um, for, for live viewers on YouTube tomorrow? Well, I think we can, I think we can hit 100. You think we can hit 100? We're giving away a lemon. I, away yeah, a lemon. if we, if we, if, yeah, we should we should hit a thousand, but I think it'll be at least a should hit a thousand. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm like there's part it's of me. A that's, lemon. There's, it's a lemon. There's part of me that's thinking, you know what? Honestly, I'll, I'll say this. Um, and I'll t- I'll tweet this out too. If we hit 250 viewers uh concurrently um on the show tomorrow, I will give away one of my own lemons on the show Thursday. And I will say this: if we hit one thousand listeners, I will give away another of R 2s lemons tomorrow <laughs> on the show. Um, yeah, I think you have enough of them that you can uh, part with one of them if you want to offer that up. I'm uh, my my lemon holdings are getting a little. No, I'm the, I, I am at I am at my minimum lemon capacity. Your <laughs> minimum lemon exposure right now. Yeah, I feel naked. No, but honestly, I, I swear, if we cool. if we hit 250 live viewers tomorrow, I'll give a, I'll give another lemon away on Thursday. Um, that is Go. my pledge to this show, and I appreciate you guys so much. Is As, it a lemon pledge? Is a, it a lemon pledge? <laughs> Love it. No, that's great. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to finish off with before we uh, we hit the end stream button? Sure. No. Okay. Well, on that note, we will uh, we will wrap it up from here. Uh, sorry, actually, I, I don't know if you cut out there. If you just said no, I said no. Oh, you did. Okay, I just uh, the, the fun thing about Discord. Um, yeah. So on that note, we will wrap up the show again. Please tune in tomorrow on YouTube or Twitch. Um, we will have a link that you can join us on Restream, which is the program that we use to um, to to stream to the uh, the the live video services. So if you are a Moon Lounge member which means you hold the alpha mint pass you will still have uh more than enough opportunity to join us up on stage ask questions and talk much like we did at the end of the show today uh so that is not going away um but it will be exclusive for alpha mint pass holders uh going forward um and uh on that note i'll uh, I'll let you finish us off good luck at the table you beautiful degenerates see you tomorrow peace